This is the Law Podcasting Podcast, where you learn how to use modern media to get your message out and more good clients to your law practice. Here's your host, Gordon Firemark. All right. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode number 18 of the Law Podcasting Podcast. I am your host, Gordon Firemark, and this is the show where I bring you information about how lawyers can use the power of this podcasting medium to support and develop their business, even if they are not podcasting on directly about legal subject matter. Now, today's guest is a 2005 University of Kansas Law School graduate who opened his personal injury and criminal defense firm, Emerald City Law Group in Seattle, Washington, back in 2009. Uh, Self-proclaimed business geek, today's guest fell in love with the business side of owning and running a law firm, which includes, of course, getting clients. He's the host of Emerald City Law Group Podcast, a Q&A style show for potential clients, and the Art of Lawyering Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping other lawyers make more money, become great lawyers, and live the lives of their dreams. I'm pleased to welcome to the show... Christopher Small. Christopher, thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. When did you when did you get started with this podcasting thing in the first place? I think I uh, I think it was October 2013, okay, or so. And my first podcasting foray was with the a whole a, an entirely different podcast called the Law Firm Marketing Mastery mm-hmm. Podcast, um which we may talk about here in a little bit, yeah. but um you know, I I have always been a big consumer of podcasts, mm-hmm. and um, I know that the effect that they've had on me, and I thought it was a pretty cool way to reach new people, uh, make new connections, and so that that was it. October, I think, two twenty thirteen. Okay, so a couple of years. Yep. Okay. Nice. Um, and you say you were a consumer of podcasts before that. Were you listening mostly to legal stuff, or mostly to you know tech stuff? Or tell me about that. Uh, no legal stuff, pretty much, uh, or very, very little legal stuff. Okay. Um, mostly it was um, s- sort of business development, mm-hmm. personal development, um, kind of stuff like that. Uh, I can, one of the first podcasts I ever listened to was one called uh, Internet Business Mastery. Oh, yeah. I think. Uh, fantastic podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, like you said in the intro, I'm kind of a business geek. So that's, that's sort of where my interest lies sort of outside of the office in particular and, and even in the office. But, um, you know, started just listening to anything I could get my hands on that was uh, related to that. And then, you know, uh, through that podcast, somebody would come on and they'd have a podcast. And so I'd check them out and, and kind of just morphed. If Smart Passive Income is also one of the early podcasts that I listened to. Uh, I don't know if it's stuff. Yeah, yep, sure. Yep. So those kinds of those kinds of podcasts are the ones I listen to most of the time. Okay. So talk back uh, – think back to those early days back in late 2013 when you were starting your first show. Um, are you the techie geek kind of guy? Did you do it all yourself? Did you get some help? Talk about how you got started with the technology aspects of things. Sure. Uh, I, I am not really the techie geek kind mm-hmm. of a guy, but I did do it all myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I – you know, one of the things that I, I, I really – subscribe to is just to go and do it mm-hmm. and um, get out there and then sort of pivot or, you know, ch- you know, sort of make it better over time. Mm-hmm. And I was listening. I, kn- I know I was listening to Pat Flynn's podcast because he had something on his blog about how to start a podcast. Yeah. And I'd been thinking about it for a long time. And he finally, he came out with these free videos 
uh, basically a video course on how to start a podcast from start to finish, step by step. Mm -hmm. One day I just said, today's the day. I'd started at video one. I went all the way through to videos. I think there's six through video six. And, um, that was that it was done. You know, I ordered the equipment that, that he suggested, which for me was a basic microphone. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, uh, I got going. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, any hurdles along the way? What was that? Uh, you know, no, I, I, it's really pretty easy to get started. If, if you take out, if you just eliminate the fear of having to be perfect, mm-hmm. it's really pretty easy. There are free, um, if you have a, a Mac, there's a free program you can yeah. use. If there's a P, if you have a PC, there's a free program you can use. Yeah. You could even use your headphones, anything and just get started. I that's, think that's, yeah, I think you really hit on on the important thing when you said, you know, the the fear of not being perfect or or the need to be perfect uh, being something that especially for us lawyers, you know, we worry that everything that comes out of our mouth is going to come back and bite us <laughs> someday later, right? Yeah. So, yes. Uh but you know, there's a saying that imperfect action beats inaction every single time and that's what you've just described. So Definitely. I mean, um like I said, I I've tried to I try to get started and do things and push myself out of my comfort zone and sort of just learn along the way. And that was definitely something I did with, with this. Yeah. Okay. So your first show is law firm marketing, uh, mastery and talk a yes. little bit about that format and what the show is about and how you went about things. Right. So, so law firm marketing mastery originally started, it's, it's okay. It goes back a little ways. When I started my law firm in 2009 and before that I was looking for resources on how to start and build a successful law firm, which for me really centered around how to get clients, how to, how to create, um, a law firm that worked for me and, and, uh, instead of me working for it. And you wanted something newer than the 30 year old Jay Foonberg book. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And, and there, at that time, there weren't that many resources out there, believe it or not. You know, a lot has happened in the last eight, nine, Mm -hmm. 10 years. Um, so I started a firm or I started a blog actually about starting a law firm where I basically is like a diary yeah. where I would write the things that I did, the fears that I encountered, things like that. That sort of morphed more into really talking a lot about the business side of law, how to get clients. Um, and that morphed into law firm marketing mastery. And then the podcast was just sort of the next thing to do mm-hmm. to reach more people and just, you know, it's a, it's a fun way to express yourself too. I think after you get over the initial fear of being on the microphone, it's pretty cool to just be able to, to, to speak your mind, you know, mm-hmm. and say what's going on. So that's kind of how the whole thing kind of morphed. And, okay. and, and, and the thing is, as I was following these other people, you know, Pat Flynn, I've talked, already mentioned yeah. a few times, but as I followed what those people were doing, you know, they started doing podcasts mm-hmm. and I know that those guys are, are super successful and they wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't working. Right. You know, so, so I knew that I needed to try this thing and get on board mm-hmm. and see if it would work for me too. So, okay. So law firm marketing mastery has been around for a year and a half or so. And then uh, a little later on, about a year ago now, you started uh, the Emerald City law group podcast. And that's Correct. more of a client facing one, right? It's definitely, it's totally client facing. So I, um, it, it ha it's mostly sort of short tidbits, frequently asked questions that, that I know people want. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, from time to time will try to interview people that are sort of around, 
uh, my industry. Mm-hmm. For example, bail bondsmen, we'll talk about the things that you need to know if you're going to, if you think you're going to have bail, you know, things like that. Um, treatment providers and the things that they, you know, it might be important for that. Um, I, I, and, and in the future, I want to try to get judges on and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, just sort of pull the curtain back for people that are in trouble and want more information. Now, um, it's yeah. an interesting choice for, for a criminal practitioner to, to do something client facing because my, my expectation would be that nobody's going to go looking for a, a criminal law firm's podcast or something to, to read or look at until they're already in the trouble. And now they need you tomorrow <laughs> or today. That's right. Um, so are you all, it, does it also face the, the referral base for that kind of client as well? Is that how you, it, it, it's really, it's really driven for that person. I see. So what, what happens is they go to my website they can see that there's a podcast there. It'd be, it would be sort of like a, just having blog entries. You know, we have a frequently asked questions sure. page and things like that. But it, it goes to that next level because they can hear your voice. They can get a, it, mm-hmm. it just builds trust so much yeah. faster, you know? Um, so it, yeah, it really is for those people. I don't expect to it to become a huge, you know, uh, iTunes leader or anything like that. It really is for those, for those people. I, I will also do it for time to time. Uh, informational fun things. And I'll send those out to my list, you mm-hmm. know, my email list and things like that. Nice. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, and so is that, that you said that's a Q and a format or is it a, it's well, it's a Q and a format in the sense that I will say one of the frequently asked questions yeah. I get is blank. Here's how it goes. <clears throat> you know, I don't have um, a co-host or I don't have guests on the mm-hmm. Emerald city podcast often. Yeah. It's mostly just me talking. Sure. Okay. Okay. And so we are now at a point you were talking before the recording started that you are sort of retiring the law firm marketing mastery brand and shifting it over to the art of lawyering and, and launching a new one. Yes. That's correct. Fill me in on the decision-making on that and, and the vision for art of lawyering. Yeah. So, so, you know, the, the law firm marketing mastery, the starting a law firm blog and everything has really been an outlet for me to talk about my growth as a lawyer and a law firm owner and a person and all those things. And the, the law firm marketing mastery, even the name in and of itself really didn't encompass all of those things. Uh, and, and I wanted to open it up a little bit wider to be able to talk about more than just, I guess, marketing tactics or things like that. Uh, I want to be able to get other successful lawyers, lawyers on there, for example, to just tell their stories and the, the, the challenges and the successes that they've had. Um, it, so the art of lawyering, I think, really encompasses that more and allows me to be a little bit broader uh, than law firm marketing mastery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just decided to switch it all the way up, leave law firm marketing mastery out there mm-hmm. for people because it has a lot of great information but just launch this brand new thing. You're going to do some kind of a closeout episode on the old show to redirect people over to the new one or ch- do something with the RSS feed to make that happen. Any plans yes. on that? Yeah. Yep. So the, the, the closeout episode will be on Monday and the first episode of the art of lawyering podcast will be on Monday as well. And Monday will be the day that this show goes live February 9th, uh, 2015. So for those that are listening later on in time, <laughs> that's a perspective. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things we have to remember as podcasters is that we are creating content that's going to be, uh, asynchronous. And yes. so we want to make sure that, um, when we're talking about date specific things, we're, we're clear with our audience. So 
So law firm marketing mastery and now art of lawyering really aren't dedicated or directed at driving business for your law practice per se, but have you found that doing them supports the practice nonetheless? Yeah, I, I, Objection I guess, leading question, right? <laughs> no, no. Well, it's a tough, it's tough to say it really. Um, I haven't ever had, I haven't ever had anyone tell me uh, from a client perspective that they've found that podcast and that it's made a difference for them. Yeah. Um, I have though, I guess have other lawyers refer me business from sure. out of town mm-hmm. that I think found me from there would, that would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a, a little bit, uh, for me, the art of lawyering, the whole side of it is really just an outlet for me to talk about something that I'm really passionate about that doesn't, uh, doesn't really apply to my practice specifically, Yeah, you know? Um, so I don't really use it for that. I, I don't even care if it does that in that, in that aspect. It's not, it's not important to me. So although it may or may not, I don't place a lot of emphasis on it. Sure. So I don't even keep track of whether that happens. Okay. That makes Fair sense. Enough. So you do it for the satisfaction of doing it and the fulfillment from just sharing that knowledge and, and helping others without necessarily needing to see it in the bottom line for the practice. Well, I do. And there, and, and, and to be completely open, there is a bottom line to that side of it. So I, I have sure. a membership site and I have a mastermind group that mm-hmm. I've, that have, sort of morphed out of this, this, this journey, you know, okay. I certainly didn't start like that a long time ago, but so there, there, there is, uh, it is monetized a little okay, bit, fair enough. not for, not for clients. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So talk about workflow. So you've, you've got, you've, now you've got three different shows to, to draw on for experience. How do you mm-hmm. prep for these shows? What's your recording process? The, talk, talk me quickly through the, the whole thing. So I've, I've stream, tried to streamline it as much as I can. When I interview someone, um, it, it works a, a much like the way that ours did, where I will um, try to I'll reach out to somebody and see if they would like to be on the show. If they do, then I will send them. Uh, I don't have the automatic scheduler. I'll just send them a few times that work for me and ask mm-hmm. if any of them work for them. I'll send them out a little sheet with some topics. Um, let them know that, you know, I'm trying to, I love to hear stories and would love them to think of these questions in terms of anecdotes from their own mm-hmm. uh, personal lives. And then once we start, I just, I just hit record and we just go. Um, I, I, once it's done, I have a pre, uh, pre-made template mm-hmm. that I plug it in. I do, I typically won't do a lot, any editing except to chop off the top, the front and yeah. chop off the back, um, plug it in and let it go. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, you do your editing in what software? Camtasia. I use oh. Camtasia. Yep. Wow. Interesting. I, that's mm-hmm. the first for me. I haven't heard anybody say that before. Oh, really? Uh, uh, most, yeah. you know, a lot of people use Audacity or on the, on the Mac, they use, you know, GarageBand or something like yep. that. Or I use Camp, I use Camtasia because what I'll do is I will also create a video and pop it up on YouTube. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'll do that. And I do, and all my, I do all my video editing in Camtasia too. So when I make a video, I'll strip the audio out and I'll often use that as a podcast episode as well on the law firm side in particular. Camtasia is a uh, a software application designed for capturing screenshots and and screen activity as well as camera video. So uh, if you're doing demonstration videos and you have a membership uh, instructional site, so I presume you're doing some of that there too. Yes. Uh, Nice. And uh, the analog, one of the analogs for that on the Mac for our listeners benefit is called ScreenFlow, And that's something I use a lot too. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, 
the big objection, how much of your time do you think goes into putting together a podcast? Ep- well, some of these episodes are five minute long kinds of things, but right. what about the interview segments and stuff? What do you think? So the interviews, they typically run about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on, you know, how the conversation goes. Once that's done, um, they, they, the rest of it takes about as long at whether it's a five minute episode or an hour long episode. And it probably takes me about an hour to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of that time, honestly, is waiting for the video to be rendered <laughs> and then waiting for the video to be uploaded from to YouTube uh, or something like that. Okay. But, um, if you strip that out, I mean, maybe half an hour or so at the, at the, at the most. Okay. Uh, it certainly took me a little bit longer at the beginning. Well, sure. There's a learning. But I have, yeah. And, and what I've done, one of the things I'm big on is processes. So I've actually written down every single thing that I need to do from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And every time I do a new episode, I still, to this day, open up that workflow and just go down the list. So for iTunes, for example, you know, you want to, you have to put your episode in there, but you have to put your artist information in there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I cut and paste all that. So it just bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. So it goes a lot faster than now than it did at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, and that's a, one of the things I, I try to emphasize a lot in my in my course, the Power Podcasting for Lawyers, is have a pre-flight checklist and a post-flight checklist so that everything happens according to a plan, and you know the consistency is, and which is important in podcasting, right? I would I would almost argue that it's the most I, second to audio quality. <laughs> Uh, I think consistency is probably the, the most important thing that there is. Great. So you earlier you said that you do this for the sort of the fulfillment. You do have a monetization strategy on things, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, would you say overall it's worth it doing the podcasting? You said you don't track it too much, but definitely it it's definitely worth it. I, it, I think it. Uh, and speaking on the lawyer side too, I yeah. think it does make a difference. And in, in, in there, uh, there has been a notable notable difference mm-hmm. uh, from when I wasn't podcasting. I, I will have people call now. This doesn't happen every day or anything, but I want people call and just say, I want to sign up. I heard your podcasts and, you know, they feel like they know you already in some ways. They, because in, 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 if, as a listener right now, just to just think about how much more you can sort of tell who we are by our voice inflection and just by the way that we talk. Mm-hmm. That comes out on podcasts too when you are just doing these Q&As. So um, it has definitely made a difference in my practice. It also makes a big difference when you're talking about search engine optimization and some of those other things as well. You know, I mean, the more content that you create and put out there, the easier it is for somebody to find you and, and hire you basically. Yeah. Do you do any transcripts or anything like that with your, with your client facing stuff to improve that SEO? I used to do them. Um, and I need to do them. It's just, I'm just been lazy to be quite honest with you. Uh, it's something that it is, it's something I would definitely would outsource because it's Mm -hmm. relatively inexpensive, particularly if you're doing like a five or 15 minute podcast, it's, you know, you pay, I think a dollar a minute or something or $2 a minute. So it's not, it's not how fast you talk, but yeah. (laughs) Well, right. It does depend on how fast you talk. You're right. But, uh, I would, if I was starting over, I would definitely would incorporate that into my workflow and make that a priority Mm -hmm. because you're, you're right. It does, it does make a big difference. Um, so what is it about podcasting you think makes it a powerful, effective tool? Well, you've sort of talked about that a little bit, but anything else? Yeah, I, I think, I just think it's a great way to, to build trust quickly, way more click quickly than text. And it also, even more than that, gives people a way to consume your content and learn about you without having to read, you know, because we, I think often as lawyers 
forget that most people, I, I read some statistic where it's like 90% of people don't read a book after high school, yeah, you know, or something like that. I, I, my numbers are probably wrong, but it's a very high percentage that don't read, you know, and, mm -hmm. and if they don't read, um, then they're not going to be good consumers of your written content necessarily. Uh, so audio just makes it easier for them to uh, find you and learn about you and sort of takes away one of those barriers uh, to calling you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do you have any favorite moments so far from the podcasting experiences? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have any, fa I don't know if I have any favorite moments, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's, it depends, you know, if you get to talking to something that you're, that you really like, uh -huh. that's always good. Sometimes though, it's a labor of love, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you have to force yourself to get out to, to turn the recorder on and make an episode. Um, I think the the favorite moments are when people call you and tell you that they really liked what you, what, what you had to say, sure. you know? And it, because it's not really the information that they're saying at that point, it, you, you, you get the sense that you are actually helping people and that what you're doing is making a difference, which is why I think a lot of us are in this profession. Sure. I think at the end of the day, um, so those would be my favorite moments from the, from the law firm marketing pot mastery podcast. I get a lot of those too, a lot of emails, you know, about, you know, thanks for X, Y, Z. It was made it, made a big difference, that kind of stuff. So. Well, that's how I found you. I'd been listening to your to that show, um, you know, for a while before I started this podcast. And then when I launched this, uh, for some reason, you were sort of off my my listening list. But um, you know, someone reminded me that I should get in touch, and I was like, of course. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great calling card, also, just to be able to say, "Hey, I have a podcast. You should give it a listen." To, uh, you know, to other lawyers or other professionals and and things too. So, what about worst nightmares moments from? <sighs> I can tell you. I can tell you. Uh, uh, a, a worst nightmare moment for me is, um, sorry, my, my business partner just came in the oh. office. <laughs> so, uh, a worst nightmare moment for me really has been, um, where you set something up like this uh -huh. and then, um, you do the interview and it doesn't record. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, that's the top. <laughs> that's the one. That's, that's what one. everybody says. <laughs> uh, it's my biggest fear and it's happened to me before the, you know what the other nightmare moment is, and this is actually almost worse is, you know, we're, we're talking via Skype right now. Mm -hmm. I've had times when Skype just would not cooperate with me and would not give me a good signal. And there's nothing more frustrating than to be telling a story mm -hmm. to stop and then hear nothing on the other end. Um, because the call's been disconnected, you know, where it's just completely messed up. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, yeah, I'm getting rattled right now. Just <laughs> thinking about those. <laughs> the technology, <laughs> Honestly, it, yeah. right? So those are my worst nightmares. I haven't had anything else really, really okay. um, bad happen. I haven't had any, any, you know, most people when you interview them, they're open and, and willing to talk to you. I haven't had, really had, ever had a bad interview or anything like that. So okay. those are probably the top two. So on balance, a new lawyer comes walking into your door and says, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. My practice, you know, needs, I need to grow my bit in my business. What do you think? Should I do a podcast? What's your answer? Yes. Uh, immediately. What, what I always tell people to do because you, yeah, yes, there's a short answer. The long answer is just write down a, a list of your top 25 questions that you think your potential clients will be asking you. Those are your first 25 episodes. Um, release, you can release them as quick as you want. Maybe the first five I would do immediately. So you got some, you know, iTunes always likes a couple more episodes out there than just one to start sure. is what they say. Right. Um, and then release one a week. Just be consistent about it and continue with it. And, and that will 
that, that will get you some exposure, you know, relatively quickly. All right. Uh, any other advice you would give to the new starting out lawyer as far as, you know, um, overall marketing strategies and where different things sort of fit in? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, sure. I have tons of thoughts. <laughs> I know this you. is my thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I, I first, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit, but consistency is key. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to start a blog, if you're going to start a podcast, you're gonna have to commit to doing it every week. That means showing up and doing it, even if you don't want to mm-hmm. maybe staying up late one night a week to actually write it, find the time and be consistent because that's going to kill your efforts quicker than anything else that you're going to do. The second thing that I, I always, and, and I've actually changed my philosophy on this a little bit more recently, but the second thing you can do if you're a new lawyer or if you're struggling is to get out there, identify some of your potential referral sources Mm -hmm. and go talk to them and just let them know, ask them, what do they, what, what are they looking for in a potential referral source? You let them know that you can provide what they, what they want and then ask them to give you a shot. Okay. You're not asking for all of their business. Just say, Hey, the next time somebody comes in that needs help, I would love to show you what I can do. Send someone my way and you will not be disappointed, you know, and you will find that people will be willing to give you a shot. Then you just need to make sure that you do a good job, that your communication, you know, is, is, Mm -hmm. is amazing. And that you say, thank you. Just those words, write a note and it'll make a big difference. You'll, you'll get more business immediately doing that. All the stuff our mothers taught us, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, yeah. Pick up the phone and call somebody and ask to meet them mm-hmm. and, and have a cup of coffee. Uh, interestingly, I think that podcasts is a great way to get your, your face and your name in front of, you know, business leaders in an industry or something like that as well. You're doing that same thing. You pick up the phone and you call them, but you're not asking them to, Hey, send me business or, or worse yet. Hey, I want your business. You're saying, Hey, I'd like to interview you. You're, you're a leader in your field. You're sort of flattering them a little bit. And then now they know who you are when you've yeah. interviewed them for your show. So uh, great. I don't want to say pretense, but it's a great excuse to call somebody and, and, uh, yeah, I have, I have one more nugget too, that sure, I'll share go. too. This is an idea that I, I have that I haven't actually put into place yet. But another thing that you can do if you're a new lawyer thinking about starting a podcast is you could just start a podcast. For example, this is my idea. I was going to start a podcast called successful in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I actually already have some people interviewed for this. What I did was I reached out to success, other successful business owners in the area and I would just talk to them about what the, what their strategies for success were, challenges, blah, blah, blah. You just talk to them. Then the idea was my law firm was going to be a sponsor of Absolutely. that podcast, yeah. right? So um, this is kind of, I stole this idea from Gary Vaynerchuk a little bit, but uh-huh. um, what you do is you don't ever have to really talk about your law firm. Um, you just promote these people, yeah. they promote it. And then you're the sponsor, you know, as you hear a commercial or something, you could say successful in Seattle brought to you by Emerald city law group, little tagline, you know, yeah, absolutely. your PI and DUI needs or whatever. And then, uh, boom, you just launch into the interview. And, and that's one way that you could really get your name out there and meet these people and make these connections without being really too businessy about it. Right. And that's also, that's a double whammy because, you know, when you interview those industry leaders, if when they know somebody who needs an, a criminal defense lawyer or a PI lawyer or whatever kind of work you do, you know, who are they going to think of? Oh, there was that guy that interviewed me. Yeah. That, you know, perfect. Right. So exactly. listeners are getting a dose of your message every time and, and the folks you interview are, are going to become your advocates as well. So that's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. All right. What do you, what's the last book you read in the business space? The last book I read, um, I read books all the time. The last, I will say the one that um, had the biggest impact for me is called The Slight Edge. 
Um, I can't remember who it's by. Right now I'm reading Lee Iacocca biography. Oh, nice. Um, But The Slight Edge is about uh, the idea of compound interest and the idea that small changes every day lead to big results. You know, it's kind of that consistency theory at work. Um, So it's kind of the idea is uh, I'll be brief, but the idea (laughs) is think about what what does the future you look like? What does the best lawyer look like of you in the future? Mm -hmm. And then what is that small thing that you can do today to take a step towards becoming that person? And then you do it today, you do it tomorrow, you keep doing it and those efforts compound, you know, Uh, one example would be reading 10 pages of a business book every day. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to become an expert on the day one, but by day 30, you're going to have a book down and you're going to, you know, going to be continuing to chug away, chip away at it. So fantastic. Yeah. Well, listen, this has been a great interview. You've been very insightful and helpful. I've learned a lot from you, and I'm sure our listeners uh, will get a lot out of this as well. So I'm really grateful. Thank you for joining me. How can listeners get a hold of you and uh, find your stuff? Sure. So um, the you can you can Google me, obviously. I will probably show up. My law firm's name is Emerald City Law Group. So if you Google that, you can find my um, – website and my podcast and you can go and sort of steal anything that you like that you think is working uh, for me. Um, Theartoflawyering.com is my website. You can also go to Law Firm Marketing Mastery if you want to check that out as well. Um, I'm on Twitter at csmall. You can always email me, chris at emeraldcitylawgroup.com. I like to talk about this stuff. So if you have a question, shoot me an email and I, I will be happy to to answer it. So well, that's beautiful. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks also to our listeners. Please do take a moment to send us your comments and suggestions on the website at lawpodcaster.com and a review in the iTunes store would be very, very welcome. Um, and that about wraps it up for this episode of the Law Podcasting Podcast. If you are interested in uh, podcasting for your law practice, please visit lawpodcasting.com and I'll send you my free law podcasting resource guide. Uh, and uh, you'll be notified when the Power Podcasting for Lawyers course comes out in uh, any day now. Thanks very much, and until next time, keep on podcasting. <laughs>